This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I don't know if you feel looser, but you feel like, okay, what we do works. Right, like let's let's stick to what we do. When you start the tournament, you don't know, hey, are the things that we did all year, are they gonna work, you know? I think that's the difference when you get to the second weekend. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday as we get set for the Sweet 16. Later in the show, Reed Wallach of BetSider will join us and Ed Egros of FanDuel to break down the Sweet 16 matchups. We'll get to all the matchups right now. We'll start with some of the props here and some of the um, – you know, the results and uh, the matchup results. There's a lot here we could have fun with here. And hoops are happening, and now it's time to rush to Prop Swap to grab the best deals on all your favorite college teams. Prop Swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. And the best part is you could buy and sell on Prop Swap without even leaving your couch. Now is time to buy those Cinderella's while the odds are high. Jump to the Prop Swap app and be sure to buy a handful of tickets. Cinderella stories happen every year. Don't miss your shot to download the free prop swap app today um look there's a lot of different ways we go i I thought one that was interesting was the winning region of the ncaa tournament which region will have the champion obviously gonzaga is the the favorite to win this thing um but you can find so the west you on DraftKings, the west is plus 150 south plus 225 midwest plus 380 east four to one you know a region that has arizona houston and villanova that's interesting to kind of you, – you add all three together, right, instead of just trying to jump on one future. Joe, it's interesting to try to jump on the region that will win this title. Obviously, Gonzaga is the favorite, and they're likely to win. But do you give me – if you tell me I can have Arizona, Villanova, and Houston, I feel pretty good about that. Yeah, that's more balanced than some of the other conferences. It basically comes down to how you feel overall. Are, are you right. dead set on the Zags winning? Are you set on Kansas making some sort of a run, even though they've been disappointing at times throughout the year. Is there one where you're scratching off? Are we scratching off the East? That's the one we're really not talking about. You've got the Purdue-St. Peter's matchup uh, in the Sweet 16, North Carolina-UCLA. We like UCLA. We think they check a lot of boxes. We're a UCLA show. But is that the one we're not even considering for a title in this particular prop? Right. I feel like if I would – I would just take UCLA. Is it worth – do you want multiple teams in that bracket? Is it worth – the way North Carolina has played, yeah. the winner of that game could easily 
Could they win I, it? Though? I would think. I think should represent the region. Can they win it? It's not Gonzaga. Yeah, they could. They could. Right. You know, the West is strong too. The South seemed balanced, but the West is just as strong. Well, the West has one, two, three, four. Yeah. It's the only reason it has yeah, that. But, yeah, th- there's that. But it's also, if we remove the seeding numbers, I see three teams that could win the title in there. Yeah, if you just take away the seeding, right? You just look yeah. at the teams. Yeah, And, I just we, think an and we have angle. three in the South that could win the title. That's why, you know, and of right. course, odds reflect all that. Any of these other props jump out to you guys? Uh, I was looking at the exact matchups. If you were going to mm-hmm. pick something that wasn't like a Gonzaga, Arizona, um, you could look at, I was looking at like Villanova to beat UCLA, 60 to 1, um, UCLA to beat Kansas. Uh, there, there are some interesting things that are just fun in there that you could take a look at, some long shots. You find Gonzaga to beat Houston 21 to 1 if you want to take a shot at the final. Yeah. Just for funsies. That would be just for funsies, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's my. Well, no, that's not mine. So I, I was trying to figure out the features that I have still alive. Can, can you do that? Are yours on opposite sides, Shoji? Yeah, I have uh, UCLA Villanova. Okay. And what's that one? So that would guarantee me a winner here. Um, so let's just go to just name the finalist. If I'm naming the finalist and I'm going okay. with UCLA Villanova, 41 to 1. So that's actually a decent exercise because you can kind of figure out wh- where you are, how likely you are right. it, to get your two teams to match up. Uh, I so probably if, if, I took that, if I took that, I would double my money. Right? If, yeah. if, I, hit, if I hit that... I, I would almost double my like you know what I mean like if I have UCLA Villanova in the final I'm going yeah to but if anyway. neither of them make it then you double lose your money right yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> but it, it would be a way to double up the winnings if we get that as the final uh, if you, you d- really believe in it yes I would do I don't, it. <laughs> I don't I'm a little bit a little bit of a longer shot UCLA in Houston is 45 to one I like so, that I mean that's kind of far down there it's definitely outside the top 10 matchups so if if we're just going in blind forget the ones that we're holding on to and we are looking for a little bit of value which matchup would we go with i would i'm inclined to say texas tech on the left side of the bracket mm-hmm. and then on the right side is there any value with kansas or nova with kansas and texas tech is there any value What's the number that's on that? 28 to 1? 28 to, that's not horrendous. It's not. That's not bad. And if we go, would I go Houston or Arizona? Winner of, of that game is probably going to represent the South, I think. So if we go Texas Tech and Arizona is 37? Really? Okay. That, that's not that bad at all. It's not. Oh man, am I really going to get into this now? Oh, uh, Texas, <laughs> Texas Tech in Houston is sixty. Texas Tech in Houston is sixty. Do you lose much I mean, value on Texas said. Tech after tonight? Like, is it worth waiting? Because they still got Gonzaga in their way, hypothetically. Mm. They're a. They're you do a, lose the value what, on Houston. 
you're going to lose value because we're, we're eliminating half the field by the time they right. repost it. So you will lose value. Yes. But if they take out Duke, are people going to think that they can take out Gonzaga? Yeah, you're going to lose a good amount of value. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm certain of it. I'm not scared of Duke. I'm not worried about, oh, they're going to blow up my ticket. And but. the other thing, and again, because this is the world we live in, I think, I haven't heard one person take Duke, and I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I'm saying that as no, I think I a know. good thing. I know. As David was going over his plays for tonight, I'm like, yeah, I'm on that. Yeah, I'm on that. <laughs> right. I know. Aren't we going to be able to tell in the first five minutes of that game how it's being called? The, the Duke oh, yeah. Second? Yep. If those whistles are blowing, get out. Get out, I, Texas Tech. You're driving. I might be more nervous if it's like tech up by five at halftime and we come out in the first five minutes of the second half and all of a sudden the whistles are a little more mm -hmm. whistly. Do you know how much these TV executives want Gonzaga Duke in the Elite Eight? Oh, of course they My do. God. Yeah, they want that. That that would be the premier matchup of the round. I don't care if it's one and two in Arizona Nova. That would be it. That That's the Saturday night. Big numbers. That's Saturday night prime time this Saturday night. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. That would be remarkable. The more I think about it, like, I don't – basketball-wise, matchup-wise, I, I I like Texas Tech, but I just feel us coming on tomorrow morning being like, are you kidding me with that free discrepancy? <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah. And you know when we're going to do it again? On Monday, after they get a late call against Gonzaga. Oh, no. We get, oh, that would be a full week of goodbye to Coach K leading into the Final Four. Mm -hmm. I'm out. I'm not watching any of it. And let's be real. If he's going to the final four, he's going in title game. Look at that East. Well, now you got me looking at all right. Let, let's look at the, the the market here. I hate it. Name the finalists. Duke, Arizona's 33 to 1. That's not bad. 50 to 1 on Duke Houston. It's not terrible. You're in on Duke? You're in on I mean, you I mean, I don't like them at all, but you got me thinking that if they go here, they're going to go there, and then they're going to be in the title game. They can. Certainly can. Is there anybody that Duke cannot beat in the field? I don't know. It's, we're not going there right now. I need them to lose tonight. That's all I'm saying. The name the finalist is an interesting market, too. Now you got me intrigued. <laughs> a little bit. So, uh, Lee Fandles updated the favorites first the field market. Yeah. Yep. And now they've added Arizona to it. So it's the field minus one eighty five, or and or the other side is Gonzaga or Arizona plus one twenty five. Yeah, I'm getting plus money on Gonzaga or Arizona. Either of these ones. So. I swear, when I checked yesterday, it was Gonzaga or Kansas, but maybe I'm wrong on that. I thought it was Gonzaga or Kansas that they had plugged in. Maybe they – did Arizona become a bigger favorite than Kansas? Maybe they just swapped them because they're the number two? I'm not sure it? See, yeah. when I saw Gonzaga-Kansas, I, li I liked that side. With Arizona and Gonzaga, eh, I consider the field, but I think the price – I don't agree with the price in the field at minus 185. Heavy favorites. Right. Would never lay that. Uh, any of these matchups, Arizona, UCLA, to progress further. 
Arizona or, plus 125, like UCLA. UCLA. Yeah. I'm just not sure with Kerr Creesa. I'm a, I don't know. I think this like, Arizona like team UCLA could be vulnerable. Too. Well, also, the, look at the difference in the paths between these two teams. Yeah. But you, you could also play a draw, which is your best odds, at plus 250. They, they lose in the same weekend. The same. So they're offering uh, Duke, North Carolina, uh, progress further prop. And it's um, the same is a draw, right? Same round they go out, which means they both could lose this week in this round here. Plus yep. 145. Do you think you get better odds on a money line parlay of UCLA, Texas Tech? If you think they're both losing, that's the draw. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, or it could be the draw in the Elite Eight. Right. So you have that right. to, to rely on as well. Hmm. Houston, Texas Tech, another matchup. I like that's a good one. Houston, to go I, I don't like a call there. I think that's that's a really good matchup to have. So you make a good point. It could be the Elite A, so you get more wiggle room with that draw with the Duke UNC. But if you wanted to parlay Texas Tech and and um, UCLA money line, it would be better. Okay. It'd be better number. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, it's plus 233 rather than the plus 145. So if you think they both I, go out this weekend. Yeah, of these take. options, I like the matchup of UCLA over over Arizona on which team will progress further at plus 155. All right, let's dive into it. The Sweet 16 games tonight. We'll give your thoughts for all of them next right here on the BetQL Network. We can start with Calvin Sampson and the uh, the Houston Cougars against Arizona, um, including a bottle of wine that popped left, which is a nice gesture, right? Some Spurs here, a bottle of wine, nice note. I didn't really understand the campers thing there. I mean, I, no, you do not give campers wine. <laughs> that's, that's, wine and camping don't usually go together. I drink but, wine and I don't go camping. So there you go. <laughs> I drink wine and do go and go camping, but I, I never I'm drink not, wine never. while camping. While camping. Uh, just, I, I wouldn't mind going camping. It's just not happening. My wife has <laughs> no interest. It's ne- yeah. My son would love it. So is your wife down for the camping or is it just you guys? Yeah, she actually got me into camping. I wasn't a camper when I was young, but then we we, we do it now. But I feel I like feel a beer. Like it's probably camping. fun if someone shows you how to do it right. I've just I just envisioned like rain and tents blowing away and just misery. <laughs> Somewhat related, we had two boxes of wine show up yesterday. I mean, we did order them, but it like took two weeks, so we kind of forgot about it. We're like, how many bottles of wine do we order? It was like twenty. It was like two full boxes. Like, nice. all right, I guess we're good for a while. A bottle is that from Pop? <laughs> Pop sent those. I think what he oh, yeah, meant Pop. is like when you go like to the youth camps, like the youth athletes, they go and they get all like the gear and stuff and the bag. I think that's probably what he meant. Oh, like he like went and visited like at Popovich at the Spurs facility, and he got like a little goodie <laughs> bag. He just he wasn't talking about holding the lantern at night. He's not built, now I'm picturing Kelvin Sampson building a fire and he, he can't get it to go and it keeps going out on him oh, making scores. So he's not spraying off on the players? Is that what we're saying? He's not what now? Spraying off. You don't know what off is? Like the bug spray. The bug spray? Never heard the of it? Deet, what's the deet level? What's the deet percentage on yeah. it? I mean, this, this is the guy that grew up on a farm. He doesn't this know about bug spray. I didn't grow up on a farm. <laughs> I worked on a farm. Basically, is a farmer. Bro, my, okay, real quick. My one of my best friends. I was in his wedding, and he wanted to have his bachelor party like camping in like a. And I was like, no, like absolutely. He's like, yeah, we'll sleep in tents. I slept in my car. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not sleeping in a tent with you. 
Goodbye. Oh, this really happened. Oh, this really it was happened. A conversation. It wasn't a drunk conversation. Oh, no, it happened. No, you yeah. In your car or you threatened to sleep in your car? No, I slept in the car. I'm not sleeping in a tent. See you later. Grown ass man. What's wrong with sleeping in a tent? Listen, Kelvin Sampson knows what's up. He'll go camping, basketball camp, regular camp. And he's got a game tomorrow. Joe G's a camper. Joe G's a camper. So, you know, Jake's kind of rethinking the whole thing where he did he have you last in the power rankings on the show? He said I wouldn't last on a farm. This guy's sleeping in a car. I mean, setting I, like, setting up a tent. a tent does not equal survival on the farm. Set, all right. You know what? I, I think it does, but that's that's besides the point. All right. Let's dive into the games. We can start with Houston and Arizona because we were talking about Kelvin Sampson here and his, his camping escapades. Uh, Houston, a one-and-a-half-point underdog tonight against Arizona. Look, we I think we've been on this since the beginning of the week. I um, I like this Houston team a lot. and. They continue to play really good defense. They're second most, you know, one of the most fish teams in the country. Look at Kempom right now. They're two behind Gonzaga. I, you know, I'm done doubting Houston now at this point. One and a half points. I didn't love how Arizona played against TCU. I mean, they were this close to going out last round. Total yeah. in the game is 145 and a half. So it's, it uh, looks to be our second highest scoring game of the night. I like Houston plus one and a half. It was too early in the week. I saw points bet. They went to two, and it looks like they're the only book sitting there uh, with two. Sharp money, they're saying that it's coming in at Houston. And that makes sense because uh, the numbers con- come down a little bit. And if you would have told most people, I don't know, before last weekend's games, okay, this is going to be your Sweet 16 matchup, and this is going to be the point spread, they probably would have been surprised. And I think uh, maybe so far the public is a little hesitant to jump in on Arizona who they've watched just dominate most of the season uh, because of that TCU game, because of, of how it ended. Even though they're studs, Matherin and Coloco, fantastic. I mean, Coloco's – he's 19 for 23 from the field. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that that can keep up, 23 and 13 uh, per game in the tournament. But it, when you doubt Houston – they just, they just shut you down. And we look at the metrics. They're, they're top 10 in offense, top top 10 in defense. And Arizona isn't that far off. They're just a little bit better in offense and just a little bit worse in defense. These This is a, ma- a Sweet 16 matchup of two teams that I think could win the championship. That's how balanced and that's how good both of these teams are. Uh, coaching advantage, don't you have to go to the Houston side just based on the experience? And speaking and of based that, off the fact he's shirtless, hello. <laughs> he's not supposed to be here. He's happy. I, I don't know. They're riding high. Also, Kirk Creesa, one for 10 from the field. He did not look good for Arizona. Yeah. Isn't it surprising how many rookie head coaches are this far? It I is. Love it. Going over Houston. I'm not Houston. Arizona. Right. Iowa State. Uh, who am I missing? I know there's Iowa another State one. two years ago. Iowa State had two wins, right? Last season, they had two Last wins. Year. Two right. wins. They're in the Sweet 16 right That's now. Awesome. That's, That's well, really I think cool. this, is the tra- this is the transfer portal, right? You could change a team pretty fast. Yeah. You don't need to just recruit freshmen, and then you need two years to figure it out. You could, this, we might see this a lot in college basketball, where you could change a program overnight. So are we all on Houston? <sighs> yeah, I am. But, Uh-oh. You know. Paul? <laughs> yep, I am. Oh boy! Did it, but I got plus two, right? So that that counts. You can, as... you can get plus two right now. Yeah, I like 
I just think they can play the same way TCU did, and I think they can, you know, muddy it up with them. Now, if, if Arizona's flying up and down the court, like Houston can run and they do off like turnovers, but they prefer to play at a slower pace. Right. If it turns into a track meet, I don't think they're going to score enough to keep up. Mm-mm. Um, so it's got to be they got to muddy it up a little bit. But we saw the way TCU did that, and I mean TCU did keep up with them in a high scoring affair. So, uh, would you say that this is another game? where we could decide early based on the pace or how the play starts, how it's going to go? Or could, I, it, could you see it changing? Well, if it if the pace is up and down the entire way, Houston's going to have that cold streak, and they're going to go done. those five they're to done. seven minutes where they don't keep up. Mm-hmm. Also, the whistles. Talked, we just talked about it with Duke and Texas Tech. If you know they let them play, you know, TCU a little bit, if they let Houston play and beat them up a little bit, then Houston's got a shot. If it's ticky tack, that's gonna be a lot tougher. Didn't you think you'd get more than two? I, I did. did. I thought two and a half, three, maybe, but two and a half. Yeah. It hasn't moved like I mean, other than slate moved down to one and a half on FanDuel, it is stuck there. That's maybe stuck it, there. Maybe it'll happen today in the public ways in a little. We could. Yeah. But. All right. So we're all in Houston. Let's let's go back to the beginning and then we'll work our way back to, as the kind of chronologically. Arkansas Gonzaga. The number is 10. I'm seeing it at 155 on the total. Maybe I'll regret this. And Gonzaga has not exactly played great the first two games here of the tournament. I like the Gonzaga side. I I, I know it's 10 and it's a lot of points. Arkansas is a bad three-point shooting team. They got to shoot above their heads to stay in this game. This feels like a spot to me where Gonzaga turns it around and maybe has their best showing of the tournament so far. I like the Gonzaga. Erin's shaking her head. That means maybe she's on Arkansas. I, I would go Listen, with Gonzaga. Tonight. I think Gonzaga is going to win the game, but I think Arkansas can cover here. Um, if you go back to last year's elite eight game, Arkansas versus Baylor. And we all know how good Baylor was last year. Um, Baylor ended up winning that game by nine points, 81 72. So I think Arkansas, you know, they were in that game last year. They could stay in this game with the Zags. I think you could make the argument that that Baylor team last year is better than this Gonzaga team. <clears throat> um, Baylor, probably more talented team, uh, but Arkansas hung in there last year. So I don't know. I think I'm going to look at the dogs here to cover, but obviously the Zags to win it in advance. You could still get nine and a half. It's everywhere but Fandle. They made the move to 10. It wouldn't surprise right. me if everywhere is at 10 later today. Timmy was awesome in the second half. Yeah. If we're going to get that Timmy, forget about it. Gonzaga is going to cover, okay? They, we scored 21 of his 25 in the second half against Memphis, something like that. And if Arkansas is trailing early, how are they going to get back in it? They don't shoot the three ball very well. I know coming into the tournament, they were outside the top 300 in country in three-point shooting percentage. Their road has been Vermont and New Mexico State. I wouldn't say that that's uh, extremely impressive. Would they have 53 points mm-hmm. against New Mexico State? I don't see how they can they can keep up. And if they're falling behind, they're not going to be able to shoot their way back in it. Not one of my favorite plays of the day, but if you're asking me to make a selection, I would lay the big number with Gonzaga. Yeah, I think Arkansas only has one player in the rotation that's over 6'6". There's a lot of size on Gonzaga that they're going to have to deal with tonight. I um, I, I think they're in some trouble, but it is a big number. Obviously, our biggest so, number of the day. One other thing with the Razorbacks, um, they started off 0-3, but mm-hmm. if you take out those first three losses, 
the hogs are third in adjusted defense according to ken palm so offensively not as great but that is pretty good defensively the only chance they have is to start fast and for that reason yeah. the only way i'm like i'm not laying First the 10 spread. not remember quite. those close games oh yeah just because I got burned by I got burned by first halves last week. So but Gonzaga like, hit both times. I think they get off to these slow starts. Yeah, yeah. I mean Georgia State for sure. Uh, Memphis, yeah, obviously for sure as well. Um, I'm playing the first fifteen on Arkansas at plus one forty five, just because that's the only chance they have um, if they get out to a, like we did see them come back against Tennessee, but again, that is a team that is apt to go through long scoring droughts gonzaga they get off these slow starts a little bit but that's not yeah. having them like go five to seven minutes without a bucket is a lot tougher to see especially like seventh tallest team when it looks like average height in the country they have such a, like you said joji such a distinct size advantage they need a bucket just dump it inside a little bit um so that's the only way i'm playing this game i'm not laying the 10 i'm not i'm definitely not taking the 10 either paul any part of you concerned that uh, is really is Gonzaga really going to have a slow start in the third straight tournament game? Because that's what you're asking for. Right. You're getting a better uh, number, but I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I, I think this is more so first game of the night. Give me a little action, and then it'll be right. over quick. It'll be over quickly, one way or another. <laughs> Kill me Rip quickly. Band-aid off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, I don't. I honestly, I went back. So I, I guess I played it like Monday or Tuesday. I was like, oh, do I have anything on this? Uh, yesterday I went back and looked, and I was like, oh, I did play this. So I don't love it, but it's the only way I'm going to play it. I wonder if we All get right, a better number if that number increases a little bit. Could. Michigan-Villanova, five-point number. was. I'm looking at a FanDuel 5. It was four and a half earlier in the week. Villanova is the favorite, 135 on the total. I like Nova. I like the favorites early. I like the the dogs later in the night. Um, but I, I like Nova. They're, they'll hit their free throws late, which I think will matter for this number, whether you're getting a four and a half or five. And I, I was thinking about this. So yeah, there's a size advantage for Michigan. That's obvious. And they've got they've got someone that give you know Nova trouble down low. But you know how you beat Villanova? You got to hit threes to match their threes. The last three times Villanova lost, the opponent hit at least ten threes in the game. You know the last time Michigan hit ten threes in a game. It was February 10th. It's been, a, it's been a month and a half since they've hit this many threes. I think you need to hit threes to beat Villanova, and I, I don't think Michigan hits enough threes tonight. I like Nova. My thought was, can Michigan you know, go from first four to elite eight? I don't know. Some of these numbers are big. I feel like just close my eyes, Nova's going to advance, but I wouldn't be shocked if Michigan does cover. All right, so we got a two-possession point spread, and Villanova has the better offense. Mm -hmm. Villanova has a better defense. They have the best free-throw shooting team in the nation. They have experienced guard play in Gillespie. Dickinson has to be remarkable. Oh, oh, and here's another point on Michigan. I, I keep on – I want to continue to bring this up with the Tennessee side. Like, the Wolverines do not defend the three, and – you could say that it was dumb luck that the Vols were two for 18. Nova's not going two for 18 tonight on Ooh. threes. So, no I mean, Hunter Dickinson, 27 and 11 in his last game, he's going to need to repeat that and then some. But uh, I, I think Nova pulls away late, especially with the free throws. 
at the very end. So uh, I'm going to go with Nova Lane, the five. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I think it's the right side. I just, I try and I trust them more. I I, I don't yeah, trust Michigan. I haven't, and I'm still like, it also, like we called it yesterday, it's a revenge spot for what they did to us with our Tennessee future. We, it's our revenge tonight. <laughs> it's our revenge. Our revenge, yes. We're going to get the money back that they stole from us by betting on Villanova. Joe Ojo, Jaren Hawksworth, Beck, you all daily. We'll come back. We'll dive into Texas Tech Duke and our first look at Friday's Sweet 16 games. That's next on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. We will get to all the uh, our early thoughts on Friday's Sweet 16 games, including St. Peter's big dog against Purdue. But there is one more for tonight we wanted to hit on. Of course, that is the uh, Texas Tech Duke game, the one we've been you know talking about probably the most this week, just in, in general, the, our ideas on how it could go, how to play it. And the most intriguing part about this show is I don't think Texas uh, Duke has seen a defense like Texas Tech all year. You know, Texas Tech has seen some good offense in the Big 12. Maybe not, you know, Duke's really good offensively, but this is they've seen some good offenses throughout the season. They've been tested with their defense before. Duke really has not seen anyone like this defensively. Nope. I, I don't know how they're going to react. Like if they get shut down earlier, they get, you know, we don't know until we see it. I like the Texas Tech side getting points. Uh, depending on where you look, they might have flipped to a favorite now, but it's it's basically a pick 'em game, and um, I'm just worried about the the whistle tonight. That's that's my big only and, and biggest worry tonight. I mean, overall though, these teams are pretty close matchup wise, yes. and we know it's about matchups, and th- and that's why the point spread is one. But matchup wise, I think most of us will favor Texas Tech. That's why you hear a lot of the people that know what they're doing. It sounds like they're on the Texas Tech side. Right. That's why the Red Raiders open up as the favorite. But overall, it's what do you trust more? Do you trust the Duke offense or do you trust the Texas Tech defense? I I would trust the Texas Tech defense more. I think they're going to have the edge and the advantage, and that's why you have them as a favorite right now. Texas Tech had a scare, too. They had a scare. We talked a lot about Duke scare against Michigan State, but Texas Tech did as well against Notre Dame. And I just view this as Big 12 versus ACC. Yes, the officiating. How are they going to let them play? That's going to be very impactful here. But you're right, Joe. Like We could point to some of the top defenses that Duke, that Duke has played and how they've had their troubles, but they haven't played a defense this good. They played some good defenses, but they haven't faced a great defense that they're going to face tonight. And they don't rebound the ball. Texas Tech will. That could be the difference, uh, something we probably don't talk enough about. I'm on the Red Raiders. It is uh, of the four. It's my favorite of the four picks. I love the Red Raiders as well. I bet it yesterday, minus one. I think Texas Tech is going to spoil Coach K's final game of his career. Send them home. And, I mean, the Texas Tech defense is just too good. We, all right. So, if our audience uh, is not willing to bet this pregame and wants to bet it in the game, live, w- w- when's the spot? Paul mentioned start of the second half. I mentioned start of the, you know, the first five, ten minutes, just seeing how the whistle is. 
first well, time out. Switch TV timeout, you think? Could be. That I, early? I just, you got to get a feel for, and I don't know how long that'll take, right? It, it, sometimes it's early, sometimes it takes a few more minutes. Paul mentioned outside the, the second half, right when they come out of the break, the first few minutes there. You got to see how the whistles are. I mean, it, it's going to change the feel of this. I don't think any game will turn today or tomorrow on the whistle as much as this game. If Duke is ahead, but the whistles are not drastically in their favor, let's say under 16, under 12 timeout even, and they're up five, are you taking like a tech plus two, tech plus three? If I'm already in, right, I'm already, yeah, I'm already going to be in, so I'm less inclined to kind of chase with a little bit more. But I like, I guess more. if some, yeah, yeah. It, it does concern me that everyone under the sun seems to be on Texas Tech. I know. And I know we are in our sports betting bubble, right. but everybody in this industry is on Texas Tech. That that will always concern me a little bit. Kind of reminds me of what we saw a week ago with South Dakota State. Yes. <laughs> That's that was point. everyone in the industry, too. That wasn't – I mean, uh-huh. I think it was a little public, but it wasn't over. It was more – It was so. balanced, yeah. according to some of the books. It was pretty balanced on that uh, – not Villanova on the Providence one. Yeah. I mean, this, this feels like a close game either way. I'd be surprised. I mean, that, that's why it's a little troublesome. Do, do you think Texas tech runs away from them? If they win? I don't, I, I think it's no. Close. no it's so are- funny. Horvey just tweeted. How is everybody celebrating coach K's last morning as a head coach? Of- <laughs> <laughs> right. When he said, everyone's on Texas. Horvey's on one. He, he also thinks the NFL salary cap is a Isn't myth. real. It doesn't exist. Meanwhile, Devontae like, Adams no. and, and, uh, and Tyreek Hill just got shipped out because their teams can't pay him anymore. Eric Eager's like, no, Ryan, that's not how it works. It, it's real. Look, look at what the Chiefs are doing. They got rid of Tyreek Hill because they went all in in previous seasons. Right. So Eventually, you have to pay. You have to pay. Eventually, yeah. the credit card bill is due. You can, you can yeah. only not pay <laughs> it for so long. I all actually right, do, wanna... do like that Horvey's on. So is everybody on the network on Texas Tech? Is this a network play? I'd Maybe like not Ken Barkley, right? Because he was worried about the Duke situation from the beginning. He was the first one to put us on the radar with that. He picked them. Yeah, I just wish I waited because I betted it minus one. So I'm a little annoyed. Guns up, baby. Uh, pew, pew. Uh, will... <laughs> Guns up. I will say, uh, GM, they sent out some insights earlier today. So tech is, according to them, 33% of the bets they're seeing, 34% of the handle. Duke, 67% of the bets, 66% of the handle. So mm. public publicly going more towards Duke. Right. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, we get some weird things in our email box. Weird stuff. But one of the strangest things was Caesars yesterday sending out Backstreet Boys picks for the final four. <laughs> What are, what are they on? What are they on? I don't. Well, they want me to click on the video. It's playing on my screen right now, so I'm the idiot. But I don't. I don't care. I don't, are we saying Oppo? We yeah, but Faison, Faison, Backstreet Boys. Well, I mean, I. But wait, is wait, it, which Backstreet Boy? Yeah, no, is it? Are they the five of them in a video? Okay. Okay. Why would a sports betting company think anybody cares? <laughs> well, you know what? It, if you're going to fade them or, 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 or tail them, I think it depends on if you were an in, you were an sync person back in the day, or you were a Backstreet Boys person. I'm BSB all the way. I was too. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. Paul, where were you? Ah, uh, he's Limp Bizkit. 
I mean, hey, Fred Durst. I was Fred Durst for Halloween. I won't lie. Yeah. I had a backwards red oh, uh, Yankees hat or whatever. Paul Puppies. wears a backwards hat on the show like four out of five days a week. We all know where this is going. Yeah, he's a oh, Fred you- Durst guy. Oh, well, yeah. Fred Durst, Howie D, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Okay, I've got their picks. You care? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I mean, we're this far in. Yeah, we got. We can't okay. not give the audience what they're here for. Uh, do you want just the champion or the entire final just, four? Just let's go. Let's roll through. Okay. AJ, <laughs> Duke, UCLA, Michigan, Miami. UCLA wins. AJ's my guy. Howie D, Duke, North Carolina, Michigan, Miami. The Canes are the champions. Kevin, Zags, UCLA, Nova, Kansas, Rock Chalk, champions. Uh, Nick Carter, what's up? Yeah, you got to go with Nick Tech, Carter, right? Texas Tech, Tech. North, Car- North Carolina, Arizona, Miami, the Canes win. These are Florida boys. I mean, these are, yeah. Uh, Brian, Duke, St. Peter's, <laughs> Michigan, what? Miami. Brian's an idiot. Duke as your champ. A lot of Miami love. Yeah, in sync all the way. In after that. Aaron, yeah, I'm out. In sync on Only one like, having the Zags game. in the final four is outrageous. It's incredible. <laughs> I was in never really into in sync. By the way, Same banner already. year. Banner year for our age group. Like for we got Backstreet Boys giving out March Madness picks. We just right. had that halftime show. Oh man, yep. we're old. Yeah. Brittany, <laughs> naked picks out there. <laughs> Current naked picks. Yeah, but, but then she took them down. Right? Her, <laughs> I feel bad for Britney Spears. It's really taken. Oh, she's had a rough time. Her. Rough time here. The, the, it was her family was a, a lot of like these child. Yeah, exactly. These child stars. It's heartbreaking what happens yeah. to them when they. Grow she said up. she doesn't know yeah, who Pete you know. Davidson is, which is very funny. Like she posted, he's gonna take that. That's gonna be a tough blow for him. She posted like like, some some skit or something that he did. She goes, "This is hilarious. No idea who it is, but it's very funny." (laughs) Wow, poor guy. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm glad we did this. We got the we got the uh, Backstreet Boys. I'm sure we'll get the email tomorrow. Updated NSYNC picks for the Elite Eight coming up. Uh, Okay, let's look ahead to Friday's games for the Sweet 16. Our first thoughts. We'll and we'll dive more obviously tomorrow. Before mm-hmm. the games, St. Peter's. I mean, that's that's the biggest number. It's they're the most, you know, they're the clearly the Cinderella left in this tournament. Twelve and a half is that still where we're at with this game? Purdue fair by twelve and a half points in this game. We mentioned it before the tournament. We'll mention it again. The best cover team in college basketball, the St. Peter's Peacocks, and here they are in the Sweet Sixteen. Is twelve and a half taking the points the right side? Is you you guys tell me? Is it really of? going to be like a home game for them so philadelphia it will be more of a home like there'll be some noise for them there's no noise for purdue like who's going to care about purdue at this game does purdue have <laughs> does purdue have alum anywhere it's not like michigan right like michigan travels does Ohio State purdue travels. have alum i mean i'm sure they do but are they going to be in philadelphia no. like if yeah no. drew Brees. if anything it's a saint peter's crowd if anything i'm trying to think 100%. like how like if that arena holds twenty thousand. We'll be like, I mean, when we see St. Peter's crowd, is that like 7,000? Like, it's not going to be like a People home that don't have a game. dog in the fight are going to be all in on St. Peter's. Well, that's true. That's Especially true. If, 
there are some St. Peter's people there, and they're starting the the yeah. rev the crowd up. Those other people just like screw Purdue, Purdue. And if you're if you're there at the game, screw and it Purdue. looks like the ultimate Cinderella might make the Elite Eight, something we've right. never seen before. A 15, they're going to be all in on. Uh, um, what's your, what's his cool name? St. Peter's, Peter's, the Peacocks. <laughs> the yeah. They have they have to make the crowd a factor. They have yes. To. First fifteen. Plus two twenty. Plus plus two twenty. Hit it again. Race to fifteen. Plus two twenty. St. Peter's. I'm in. I just hope both teams have fun. (laughs) Yeah, you want St. Peter's to win so bad, don't you? I want to dance on the graves of Purdue fans so badly. I will pop champagne on their graves. So I'm a little surprised by that. I would think that you don't want to hear the Big Ten completely sucks after the Sweet Six. I do not care. Get Michigan at. Get Perdon't at. I want to pop champagne and confetti over their graves and dance on it. Wow. With the cinder blocks from your upstairs neighbor. Correct. (laughs) Uh, I haven't heard anybody make the strong case for Purdue. And when you look at it, first of 15, with Paul at 2-1, to better than 2-1. to that makes sense. I understand it. We get the crowd behind them for a full game. I don't see how they can possibly keep up with Purdue. I, I just don't see it. And that and that's where they, they're outside top 200 as far as efficiency St. Peter's is. Uh, that's going to be the problem. Now, are the Boilermakers going to give up too many points to keep this within uh, that yes. double-digit mark? That is certainly a possibility. But if I've got to make a pick, uh, right now I'm looking at Purdue. Purdue gives up a lot of points, but the other issue with St. Peter's is they turn the ball over a lot and they don't make a lot of threes. This is an interesting one, but Purdue is also mm-hmm. one of the worst teams in the country at forcing turnovers. So I kind of like the, it's a big number, but maybe taking the plus the points with the Peacocks. I'm telling you, I need that first three from the stash to go in. That will determine the night or at least the first the game. 15. Hmm. At least the first five minutes. I like that bet. I do. The first of 15. I just can picture the under 12 timeout. The, you know, Purdue, uh, St. Peter's just hits a three pointer 17, 12 St. Peter's is up and they, they got Sheehan Holloway pumping his fist and they're going to the timeout. I mean, that that's what we're going to get. And we're all going to hit our cash, our bets. Give me painter. Give me a painter 20. That's what I need. Give me a Painter 20. <laughs> the Dean of the Big Ten. Painter's calling for the timeout. The Dean. What a bum. <laughs> he better win this game, man. What if he Ooh. loses? What do we do with St. Peter's if they win this game? Oh, man. I don't want to think about no, it. Can't they hang around with UCLA? Can't they, like, the way UCLA plays? I hope that's a conversation. Yeah. 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 It might well, be North, it might be an eight fifteen elite eight in that region. Wonder what the biggest wow. combination of um, seedings Jeez. we've ever gotten for for in a regional final because that would be twenty three. Twenty three, that'd be remarkable. Yeah, it's you saw to, the stash got paid, right? The stash got a huge nil deal. Oh no! From oh, from Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that's first of all. Awesome, totally on brand, but this yeah. worries me. Now. This worries me now. You think his head's not there in the right yeah. space? Oh, he also went on local news and said the stash is cash, and then got cash. Oh no! Oh, Listen, all right, oh, two over. minus twelve and a half. Holloway's already coaching a different team right now. He's setting his office up at Seton he's Hall. Gone. As we speak. 
What do you think he was doing all week? Yeah. Oh. Or don't. But then none of this means they can't cover 12 and a half and they can't win the first 15. Let's first just, 15. Let's, Five minutes yeah. of glory. Five minutes of glory. Let's go. I mean, the Peacocks have the coaching <laughs> advantage too. A lot of jokes. I agree. Shaheen Holloway. That painter sucks. Especially in the tournament. <laughs> we have not ripped any team like we were Purdue this year. They're going to wind up in the Final Four after all this, aren't they? Yeah. 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 They're going to win the championship. Joel, I do have a future on them to win the championship, but Wait I Wait a lot. second, you just said Painter sucks. Means nothing. <laughs> we'll dive into the Friday feet. games. Let's see how many futures you got. Yeah, we'll These Joes are helping well. you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.